And our boy Yuri goes viral. Uh-huh. Uh, Victor watches it. Very intense look on his face while cuddling his cool dog. Yeah, he's very much like, they did not give any, like, if anything, they tried to, like, frame it as, like, he's, like, about to copyright strike that shit. <laughs> God, imagine what this anime would be if instead of him showing up, he just sends a <laughs> DMCA. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to my first anime, uh, another arc. We have wrapped up Devil's a Part-Timer, and now we are moving on to Yuri on Ice. Um, if you've never listened before, two of us have a wealth of anime experience, and one of us does not. Um, I am one of your anime experts, Chris Bailey. Uh, I guess I'm another expert, Monkey, also known as Salvador. And I'm the Fresh Take. My name is Anthony Vaught. Yeah, like I said, if it's your first time listening, um, we have a few back. I'm not going to set a precedent of listing them all. So go check them out. As we usually do uh, when we start a new one, we talk about our history with it. Um, do you want to discuss like what we've been up to since a week ago or what you've been doing that recently? Oh, yeah. I guess if we do have returning people, you know, I got, got to close the book, as it were, on uh, my current personal anime time. Uh, finish K on. I won't Gosh. talk more about that show. I probably will use it for context in a lot of stuff going forwards. It's very fun, very cute, just pure delight. Watch K on. Uh, and I finished 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim, the video game. It's a great pseudo time travel ensemble visual novel thing. Very well characterized. Look it up if it looks up your alley at all. Highly, highly recommend. Uh, I have not been watching any anime. I just was so busy this week. I am in the new anime season. I think the winter season. So I am going to start watching. Well, continue watching Haikyuu because that just came back on. And then um, the Shonen anime that everybody's raving about. I forget what it's called. And Nosebleeds came out this week, too. So I'm, I need to start watching that, too. Also, uh, what's called? I've been on my streaming. I have been playing Alien Isolation and I'm getting scared as fuck. So that's always fun. Anthony, how do you do from your week? Uh, I'm still not watching anime on the side just yet. Uh, still got some non-anime shows I'm catching up on, but uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and The Boys on Amazon. That's really about it. I've been watching The Boys, dude. I'm like on episode three or four. So good. Yeah, so like I said, well, we're going to talk about our history with this. We're actually going to go in reverse order this time because I have a, <laughs> a ton of stuff to say at the top, unfortunately. So why don't we, let's start with Anthony. Did you know anything about this show going in? Nope. And that's the way I like it. Perfect. Um, I've heard you, I, I knew that it was an anime. I've heard you talk about it before. Uh, you didn't really give any context to it. And that's, yeah, that's, that's really all I've had is that, that, and then if you guys watched the previous episode, I did select this from his choosings. Mm -hmm. So um, I learned a couple of things from that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm honestly really, really glad that you chose this the more I think about it. But uh, Monkey, how about you? Your history with this show real quick. This show, I watched it when it was coming out, which is, what is it, 2015? Do you remember? Do you 16, know the, I believe. 2016. In that minute, I mean, I, I loved the show when it was coming out. Um, But 
progressively, I the more I think about it, the more I do not like this show. But I think this is a good show, though. There's there's some points that I'm going to discuss later on. You know me, I'm always I'm the pompous one. I'm the nitpicky one. So there is parts that's very nitpicky in here, this for me. So for me, and just to kind of reiterate why I wanted oh. this as a pick. Yeah, what's up? Okay, so um, me and Owens was friends doing whenever this was coming out. And I did tell Owens to watch this. I don't know if he took my opinion or not, but um, and I have, because I thought this show was good, I have tried to get my friends to watch it. But it's really hard to say, yeah, it's an ice skating gay thing that you would want to watch. Well, okay, I guess the best way to sell it, and a point that I was actually going to forget, is this is also Anthony's first sports anime. Oh, no, that, that's, that goes one of my nitpicks right there. Sports anime. I mean, it is. No, no, it's not. How not? It doesn't really talk about the sport. That's insanity. So, and I'll get to that. I Hold on, I'll get to that. I'm going to address that very explicitly. It's one of my talking points on this show. Okay. Again, part of the reason I want this as a pick, or as a big reason, is I had kind of fallen out of anime for a while. And then in 2016, when this show came out, I was basically reading One Piece, and that was it for my anime intake. And it seemed basically that way for all the spheres I uh, orbited on the internet. And then everyone on like Twitter and forums and whatever started talking about this ice skating show and like how good it is. And I, of course, I'm like skeptical because like, uh, you know, that's people tend to overblow things, especially when it's something this novel. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, shit, this is actually good. And it kind of reinvigorated anime for me, and I haven't fought, really fallen off since. And it seems to be that way again for a lot of those spheres I I orbit, where people are just still into anime, and this is the one that injected life into all of that. Um, not not to like say it's like the greatest thing ever made, but I, I think like it being this fresh and actually good was a good reminder of how good anime can be or that anime can be good it's not all just shown in trash oh i completely agree with you because that was like that for me and i'm uh, sort of online and then i realized it was not good but like i understand that you're nice is that for you another thing i think again from from like an academic sort of place and unfortunately well i guess we'll see by the end of the series but unfortunately we are three straight men um so if i'm misrepresenting here then i apologize and if i'm talking out of my ass i apologize but for from my understanding on like what this show you didn't get and may probably still don't get like heterosexual romance or sorry homosexual romance in anime especially between men portrayed in a way that feels like an actual romance and isn't just like yaoi bait and this show has from what I've seen and from my understanding, been really lauded for portraying an actually good homosexual relationship in a medium that is not only devoid of that kind of stuff, but pretty actively harmful towards like homosexual stereotypes and stuff. So it's kind of important on that front. Again, from my understanding, if I'm wrong, please correct me. Tell me other things that are great. Um, also... The ice skating community or figure skating community, like professionals, were like blown away by the accuracy of this show. 
and like how well it actually represented the training regimens, the routines, the scoring, the rules, like everything seemed like it was really, really well researched and made to be as accurate as possible, which is why I take issue with calling it not a sports anime because it is very a sports anime. That's not the part of it not being a sports anime. It's an anime about a sport. Yeah, but... Uh, sports all, all sports anime has a trope, and this one does not follow that trope whatsoever. And the problem with this anime, which is the this is the main problem I have with this anime, is this anime doesn't know what it is. I don't agree at all. To me, it's like, oh, it could be a sports anime, or it could be a uh, romantic a romantic anime. And like, there's some scenes later on when it's like, I don't understand why like they didn't go for it. If you get what I'm saying, I you know what I'm talking though. About white orange? I think so, but so let's sit on that for now and just remember it. So, so let's jump in. Um, Yuri on Ice, created by Sayo Yamamoto and Mitsuro Kubo. Mitsuro didn't work on anything that uh, that jumped out to me. However, Sayo Yamamoto also worked on Samurai Champloo and The Woman Called Fujiko Mine. Ooh, which two good is, titles. Very, uh, Fujiko Mine is like a shame spot for me. I feel like I should have seen that. And she, she's like, I think, executive producer or creator or whatever the fuck those are called for anime. One more bit at the top. I don't remember who it is. I looked up. I tried so hard to find it. Um, it's possible I'm making this up. But I believe someone who is responsible for a lot of the animation on this show. A, shout out to the animation team on this show. Uh, B, was also like the person behind a a sequence in Death Parade that is maybe the most beautiful sequence I've ever seen in anime. Um, and if you've seen Death Parade, you know what I'm talking about. So mad shout out to that person. And uh, Taro Umebayashi and Taku Matsushiba, who did all the music for this show, the, like there's a staggering amount of original <laughs> tracks. So good. So good. Um, and yeah, it's it's so good. But let's get into episode one, Easy as Poroshki, or the Grand Prix finale of Tears. We open on who we know to be Victor Skating, who this is the only time I know I spelled his name with a K, um, with some narration by Yuri, just sort of setting things up, which is a lot of what this first episode is, a lot of setting things up. But I want to throw to Anthony. Because we drop into History Makers by Dean Fujioka, the opening. Anthony, thoughts? Ooh, I'm down for this song, baby. Hell yeah. I was so worried that you were going to be like, nah. Nah, the first one I heard it, I was, I kind of had that same uh, uh, cruel thesis, or cruel, Jesus Christ, a cruel angels thesis moment where I was like, it's not bad. And then like the second episode, I was like, it's fucking bops, bro. Yeah. By the end, you're going to be so fucking pumped. Yeah. I was very excited. I love this fucking opening. There was this, there was this one point opening, just which is what I love the most, which is Yoi and um, Yo-Yo dancing with uh, we call it like uh, was it? It's like white suits, so you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And black pants, and I fucking love that so much because Yo-Yo really is good. wearing suspendos, and oh my gosh, I love when a man can wear suspendos because goddamn, they look good. Suspendos. Is the way of the future of fashion, you guys. Remember that. As far as I'm concerned, that is the hottest take we have had on this podcast. <laughs> um, all right. This show only has three main characters. So let me not nail out their voices real quick. 
We have Yuri Kotsky, our main character. He is voiced by Toshiyuki Toyonaya, who does my man Claude in Fire Emblem Three Houses, keeping that big gay energy going. And Josh Grell in the English, um, who, if you're following with the English dubs, you will remember as Sato Mao from oh, Devil's a Part-Timer. Cool. Oh, shit. Which, are you both doing subs? Yep. I'm actually doing, yeah, I'm doing sub. That's cool, though, because I do know Sato Mao's voice, because I did watch the dub when I originally watched uh, Devil's a Part-Timer. And we have Victor Nikivorov, who is done by Junichi Suabe, who does the original Greed from Full Metal Alchemist. Cool. Darby the Younger in Stardust Crusaders. Aizawa in My Hero Academia. What the fucking ninja guy? Aizawa, the teacher? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, Yami Sukahiro from Black Clover. That's something you watch, right? Oh my gosh, that's fucking awesome. I love that character. This guy <laughs> okay. does everything. <laughs> Gonna keep the hits coming with Abakio from Gold uh, Golden Wind. Abakio. He he's uh one of the crew. He always has the shirt open. Um he has the rewind stand. Uh he does Laurent in Great Pretender, which also hot man. God damn, this guy. This guy must <laughs> he, be fucking beautiful. I mean, he does Seymour in Final Fantasy X. Don't know who that is, but Hi, oh, we're done here. We're <laughs> fucking done here. <laughs> he does McBurn in in Trails of Cold Steel. And he does sang in every Final Fantasy VII thing where that guy talks, including the remake. Um, so that dude get work. Yeah, dude. And that's and, the Japanese actor, right? Yes, and that's yeah. only the roles I know. Wow. Um, his English is Jerry Jewell, who does Claire Stanfield or Vino, one of the f- coolest fucking dudes in anime um, from Bacano. Okay. Which is also a pretty good dub, but mm, Vino's cool. God, I wish we could find Bakuno, dude. Me too. Uh, he does Jimmy Kudo, for, who's the main character of Detective Conan slash Case Closed. Hey, I know that one. Um, he does Principal Nezu from My Hero Academia. <laughs> the, yes, the little badger guy. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I was going to ask that. <laughs> um, and he does Caesar Clown from One Piece. And a thir- our third main character, Yuri Plasetsky, voiced by... Koki Uchiyama, who does oh oh uh, this is this one's for you I think Kei Sukashima from Haikyuu. Okay, yep. I'm bad with names, so yeah, that one's for me. Yeah, he's on one of the rival teams. I don't know, man. I looked him up. Okay. I was like, oh, you talked about Haikyuu. Uh, like Clavis Haikyuu. from Death Parade, Shigaraki from My Hero Academia, <laughs> Neku Sakuraba from. The World Ends With You, which is a fucking banger of a game and apparently getting an anime, so that might be cool. Uh, he does Roxas from Kingdom Hearts. Okay, I know that. Well, I don't know the Japanese voice, never mind. Yeah, I don't either. And he does uh, Reen Schwarzer from Trails of Cold Steel, which that one's for me. Uh, his English voice is Mika Solusad, who does, I don't know if this is a show you watch, I think it is, Soul Evans from Soul Leader. Oh yeah, and I did watch the dub of that one. Not bad, not bad. Uh, he is Smile in Ping Pong. There we go. Uh, and he does Best Genist in My Hero Academia. Every voice actor we have ever talked about is in My Hero Academia. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of characters in that show, man. <laughs> All right. Opening is over. We open on the Sochi Grand Prix finale, final. Victor is obviously wrecking everybody. Everyone's talking about how perfect he is and how great he is. And I was just destroying everything. Um, we see Yuri, our main character, is also there. 
he's not doing so hot. He's like bottom of the standings. Then he jumps into his like introduction of like, hey, I'm Gary Kotsky. And this is me. I'm, I'm a figure skater, but also like everything sucks. I'm eating too much and my dog is dead. And then it immediately goes to him in a bathroom stall on the phone with his mom. Man's having a rough go. Yeah. She's like, we're all watching you in public. And he's like, oh, man. Uh, though is something I want to bring up, though. Um, what's it called? They all talk about if Victor's going to retire or not. And Victor is 27. Yes. Is that, did you look up any research about figure skating, actually? According to my research, uh, figure skaters typically retire in their mid to late, mid-20s to early 30s. So Victor is, like, prime retiring age. Wow, they really go that ham. I thought all those people who figure skated, because I see some couples, I thought they was old people. I didn't realize they were super-duper young. No, like, even, like, the the girl that's, like on Yuri's team, Yurio's team, is like 19. Because she says she's only a couple years older. She says, I'm only a few years older than you. Yeah, so Yuri is crying in the bathroom. And then the cool kid kicks on his stall. Kicks (laughs) it open. The cool kid. The dick. If I said it once, I've said it a thousand times already in just this fucking, however many episodes we've got of this show. What is with Japanese culture and having shit happen in bathrooms? Bathrooms are a good, secluded, quiet place when you need one. Yeah, some are living rooms. Where are they going to find a living room in an Olympic skating arena, Anthony? I don't know, but he can just... <laughs> they, they have green rooms. Boom. Yeah, but the bathroom makes more sense. Okay. <laughs> just, I, I'm probably going to bring this up again later, but I just have to say, every time it comes on, Yurio's theme is so funny to me. Just, like, the hard riffs that come in and just, like, this completely out of place rocking guitar. I love his theme. It's so stupid and so good. Basically talking shit to Yo- Yuri. Yeah, he's like, we don't need... T- I'm about to be older, and we don't need two Yuris in the pro circuit. Or in the senior circuit. Fuck this kid. That's all I gotta say. Well, he's right. Yuri sucks. To be fair. Oh, um... They did go to the whole thing about the fact that Yuri is in last place of the finals, even though the finals is still going on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, th- this... When they was explaining, this made no sense whatsoever. Do you understand what this means? What, that he's in last place? So I guess what they do is they go to some place and then they compete and then the last person gets knocked out and they go to another place and compete. Oh, is that what happens or what? I don't think so. Oh, that's not here yet. They're not yeah. explaining the, okay. the cup stuff yet. They were just simply saying that he's in last place. And Yeah, and this this is the Grand Prix final. Like, this is the big one. Because this is where Victor wins, and like it's his fifth time winning the, the big guy title, the best ever. Yeah, but then why is Joey on fucking vacation for five months? Because this is the this is it. This is the final. The season's over. Yeah, this is the end of the season. Okay. There, there's the stuff with the reporter in the airport with Yuri being like, "Hey, keep skating, bud. I believe in you." Which, hey, that's cool. Good thing the reporter's not being a shithead. Good for him. Which is one of my favorite things about this series. Actually, is that. Most of the characters aren't shitheads. I bring that up later, man. Even the one that is like the one that I think if you're going to get like your cartoon villain, you haven't met him yet. Like he shows up. You're like, oh, this guy fucking sucks so much. Oh, you talking about Yo-Yo? We met him. No, not Yo-Yo at all. Um, by the end of the series, I was like, I was on board with this guy. It's one of my favorite scenes in the show. Um, but we'll talk about that when we get to him. We get a little bit of uh, Yo-Yo and Victor. Their kind of re- relationship, the clear, very clear already that like <laughs> Yuri or not Yuri, uh, Victor treats him like a 
not a little brother necessarily, but the, the, I think the affection is like very clearly there from the get go in the way they have that small interaction. When he was trying to get the, or they're asking like, do you want an autograph or, or a picture or whatever? No, no, not between Yuri and Victor. Yurio and Victor. Yuri, oh, okay. Um, but then, yeah, we do get the thing of Yuri and Victor was like, hey, what a commemorative photo, as they lock mm. eyes from across the airport. Is this where he does the hair flip? He does a lot of hair flips. Uh, I don't know. I just got Oh, one. my like, God, dude. He, well, he did a hair flip, and they, they put on the screen, bam! <laughs> oh, I think I know which one. You're, I think I wrote that as, like, kill shot. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember exactly where it's at. I think I, I know exactly what you're talking about. But um, we get that. Yuri runs away instead of taking his photo. Oh, um, so there was a scene with Yuri looking on the phone about, like, the news that's happening, stuff like that. Big important thing in the show is phones. Like, everybody's connectivity with everybody else. It's actually mm-hmm. really interesting. I really like how this show does uh, phone stuff. Yeah. I mean, it acknowledges that it was made in 2016. Everyone's on social media. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, we jump a year or to the next, the time jump, however long it happens to be. Yuri is returning home. Is <laughs> all the posters of him, which has Ooh. to suck. Man, I think I'm, I'm, I realize why Orange likes this so much. Why? I think, I, th- I feel like you identify as Yuri a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of his ways. Uh, we can talk about that one. There's, the I think that's more poignant in anxiousness. like episode four, and we'll touch on that if you want to dig into that. <laughs> yeah. So you you know what this place is at where he lives? Hesatsu, I believe it was called. Yeah. Do you know what that is? It's fake. Oh my gosh. I, it is okay. based on the real life city of Karatsu. Uh, it is in the Saga Prefecture in Kyushu. Okay. I don't know what any of that means, but okay. But it's a fake town. We meet his teacher who, God, when did I? I forgot that. I was so bad about writing people's names down. Which teacher are you talking about? Are you talking about the... The ballet teacher. Okay, the ballet teacher. Uh, Monaco. Yeah, I, I mean, does anyone have anything to say about Celestino, or can we just keep blowing past him? Sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we meet Monaco, who is his ballet teacher from when he was younger and, like, learning. We've seen her character before. I was going to say hot take. Chris likes his character. That's my hot take. <laughs> She's all right. She's all right. We get an explanation of the skating season and uh, learn about the small town a little which we just kind of touched on. Yuri gets home. If it wasn't clear from some of the shots that were being, some of the way, ugh, the way some of the shots were being framed, Yuri got fat. Oh, um, what's it called? Yuri was gone from his home for five years. Yes. Yeah, he went to college. Dude, I love his dad because dad literally says, oh, you look like your mother. <laughs> yeah, that was fucking funny. <laughs> See, I love his parents too because they're like just cool, chill, supportive people. Like, that wasn't played as like a dig at the mom and she's not like, ah, fuck you. Yeah. Everything's just, everyone's just so nice in this show. I just, I, I keep, every time they call him like fat or something, I just always keep thinking of that damn boy, he thick. <laughs> that one meme, you know, with the cat or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They do explain uh, that so Yui does get fat easy. Like he, he actually has to like keep up if he wants to stay skinny. Yeah. We also meet his sister, Mari, who this is what I was talking about earlier. I think she actually does get 10% cooler when she's smoking. Oh, uh, dude, it's 20% cooler. And yes, she does, dude. <laughs> I won't give you I won't give you 20. <laughs> you knew the number from the first that what a callback. Man. Uh, dude. <laughs> that was like a two-month callback. <laughs> I love the way that they did character deductions in this. Uh for two reasons. One, they were all like quick snippets of like uh like you get mom. She's obviously loving, supportive, dad, jokester, um, kind of thing. 
uh, coach, you get the, the kind of the drinking thing, and she's real competitive, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of like, yeah. And then you get Mari, she's got all the piercings and the smoker. And uh, I think they do this, now that I've seen the other few episodes, I love that, I hope more anime should do this, where they give you a little bit of characterization, and then they let you build on it. So even like, just learning one bit of information just seems like character development, even in like a show that where it might not be the centerpiece, you know what I mean? I have bad news. What? Most anime is not great at being subtle. Oh, no. But I'm just saying, like, I going forward, this is 2016, so I expect the new shows that we watch that come out this next year, maybe, <laughs> to have good character development. I expect a banging soundtrack. I got bad news. I expect, uh... <laughs> Man, you're gonna be disappointed. I expect a appropriate amount of age, or I expect the uh, correct amount of age-appropriate women. God, I, this is one of the shows I like, the fact that everybody's age-appropriate. Oh, it's fantastic. Like, oh my god, it's like... Except for Yurio. He's a little... That's fine, no one's sexualizing him. Uh, well, hold on. <laughs> well, I'm not sexualizing him. I did not know you was into lollies, Owens. Oh no, but the show is definitely <laughs> very concerned with his, like, the fact that he has a feminine figure right now. But yeah, you're right. I think it's great, um, especially since his sister comes in and is like, hey, so what are you going to do with your life now? Are you going to like help out? And then he's like, I don't yeah. know, man. And she's like, well, whatever you do, I got your back, I guess. It'd be cool if you would help, though. <laughs> yeah, she seems chill. I wrote down like her thing is chill. Yeah. We go out to meet more carrot. He goes out for a while, goes back to his hometown ice rink, ice castle. Uh, meets his old friend Yuko, who he grew up with. What up, girl? Her and Takeshi, who we will also meet. Uh, as we get a flashback of Takeshi, or Yuri falls over, <laughs> Takeshi calls him Fatso a bunch. Um, while him and Yuko obsess over Victor. Yep. It just proves to you that Yuri was always into skating, even though he was super young. Yeah. Also, he got a poodle named Victor. T- Vichan. Yeah. <laughs> was this <Vichan>. adorable? <laughs> And that, that, if I'm not mistaken, I'm picking up on this stuff. Adding Chan at the end of, like, someone's abbreviated name is, like, is a thing, right? Yes. It is a sign of affectation typically towards young women younger than you. But they'll put, a lot of times it'll be assigned to animals because it's more of a cutesy thing. Okay. Because I think she even says to call her y- Yuko-chan, right? Yeah. Is it Yuko-chan? I thought it was Yu-chan. I think she might say Yu-chan, yeah. It might just be Yu-chan, but, like, she adds the Chan to her name and says, you can call me that. Yeah. And then he's like, because uh, uh, it, it assumes a closeness or I'll call her you, John, either that or like a, a boss might call like his secretary something John in a shitty way, you know? So there was something I want to bring up about that. About that. So uh, you, John, is super su- supportive of Yoi. Like, oh, my gosh, she is supportive of Yoi, which is like crazy. And I'm like, first time I watch this, I'm like, oh, my gosh. This girl is so cute, and she's so perfect for Yoi. Like, I can believe that they're going to get together, and all this other stuff. I'm like, oh, and he gives her the the glasses, like, oh, I propelled this, like, I want you to see this. And I'm like, oh my god, this is going to be a good relationship between Yuchan and Yoi. And then we get three fucking kids, I'm like, no! My ship! (laughs) Dude, I love it, because they did that a thousand percent on purpose. They wanted to bait and switch people so hard. So did you think Yuchan was um was Yoi's love interest? Yeah, thank you. I thought that this was going to be the uh, battle between, like, it was going to be between, well, actually, I don't know, because we also get the coach, too. 
And I don't know enough about anime yet, but like to me, coming from my perspective, it was going to be Coach versus Yuko versus Victor. God, man, fuck. We have some, shown you way too much stuff with like multiple girls into one kind of average guy. That's been half our stuff so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, truthfully, like, well, and because this, like, obviously sexuality is going to be feel huge in this one. Uh huh. And uh, I think the coach is there. She's cute. Yuko's adorable. <laughs> Oh, you was talking the ballet coach. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, the ballet coach. I, yeah. Which, real quick, before I forget again, because every time she's brought up, I remember and then forget. By the time it's my turn to talk, uh, I, she reminds me of Sawako from Kaon. I couldn't place it all day. Is that the teacher? That's the teacher. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then of course now I I don't know who's going to be between. You think it's between people? You don't think it's straight Victor? I don't know because we'll we'll, we'll talk about it later when we get to like three and stuff. Okay. But we get to see Yuri's routine, which is him just copying Victor's. Yeah. Uh, I got a note. Fuck drawing this. <laughs> oh, dude. I can imagine like the animators or whoever was like, uh, uh, a new anime? Sure, I'll do it. What's it about? And they're like, figure skating. I've never drawn that before. <laughs> oh, you want it to and be really like, detailed? Uh-oh. Yeah. And then they were like, I'd, like, I could just like cut to them like fucking Adderall and snorting it and just drinking coffee. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know that there's much to talk about in this routine for me, other than I love when it cuts to the uh, Minako watching Victor do it on the TV. And she's like, she's basically like, this guy's too hot. Come on. (laughs) Minako, is that the ballet teacher? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to remember that. Minako. But I I thought that was a nice, especially since she's like, as Yuri's doing it, oh, this would work better with like a more naive, innocent boy. Like, Victor's too hot to be doing this routine, and he knows it. (laughs) Yeah, like, we see he basically nails it, from our perspective, at least. And he basically just says that he wants to get his love for skating back, and he's doing this to kind of relive the days when him and uh, Yuko would just spend their time uh, copying Victor. Yeah. And then we see the twin. uh, Oh, no, no. Actually, we do get get a shot of Victor, like, in his winning seat or whatever. And we get a quick shot of Monkey's favorite character. Oh, yeah. Him being over there, a little fucking creeper. Anthony does not know about him yet. But God no, damn, I think not. the next episodes, he's going to know about him. Yeah, then we see the triplets. And then we, after all that stuff, which we already talked about, we see, oh, they are little shits. And they went and uploaded <laughs> Yuri doing this routine. I love when they have the, the, the fucking younger, like the three triplets kind of characters. Uh-huh. Uh, I think... Uh, it's not. Is it Brave that has them too? The anime or anime? Sorry, animated movie. I haven't seen Brave. I, I don't think, think. I don't know, but they were so fucking cute and adorable and little shits, and it's so fun, <laughs> dude. No, I, I I love the mom yelling. It was like, you guys got into my account <laughs> and uploaded this. I think what's better is I I think she says, "What did I tell you about posting stuff for my account?" <laughs> yeah. Like they've done this before. Yeah. And our boy Yuri goes viral. Uh-huh. Uh, Victor watches it. Very intense look on his face while cuddling his cool dog. Yeah, he's very much like, they did not give any, like, if anything, they tried to, like, frame it as, like, he's, like, about to copyright strike that shit. <laughs> God, imagine what this anime would be if instead of him showing up, he just sends a DMCA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yuri no longer on ice. <laughs> and then uh, Yuri comes back and... Hmm, there's a foreign guest here hanging out in Hot Springs. Oh, no, before this. So, um, Yuri gets viraled 
like he gets super viral. And you know what he does? Like a smart person should do? He turns off his phone. He's oh, like, yeah. I'm not going to deal with any of this shit. I'm just going to turn off my phone and... It's actually, that's a pretty good point, yeah. Yeah, he just turns off his phone. He's like, I'm going to deal with this in the morning and just goes to sleep. The worst thing about that is he's, he missed all the news about Victor showing up to the hotel. Victor, yeah, so Victor's in the hotel hanging in the hot springs. Yuri runs in there. If it wasn't clear by now, Victor is extremely hot. Oh, my God. Monkey wants to go in on Spike's abs. Can we talk about, like... Victor's back abs or whatever you call those. Victor has no abs, but goddamn, he's gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, he is like the best ice skater in the world, so I guess it makes sense. And he's like, I'm going to be your new coach. There's so many body pillows. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't complain about a Victor body pillow. And then the episode ends. Uh, the ending, You Only Live Once by Wataru Hatano. Anthony, thoughts? Oh, I hate to say it, but it's also a fucking bop, too. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you only live once. You know, I'm not huge on it. Not a big fan of it. Um, it's not bad, but I don't think it's... It doesn't do it for me. I really like the animation during it. The way it's all framed is yeah. like scrolling through social social, yeah, social media. Yeah. But the music itself is like, it's fine. Maybe I need to listen to it another time or two, but... That's good. Episode two. Two Yuri's Drama at Utopia. Spelled with a Y. Anthony, are you aware of the potential joke that exists in the series title? Which I am not sure if it is intentional or not. I didn't study for this test. Um, this is called Yuri on Ice, and it's very much a gay male thing. Uh, I don't know if that was like an intentional joke or not, but it's there if they want it to be. Um, but episode two, we get Victor leaving Yakov in a scene I love. Because it's him on the bridge. It's so over-dramatized. And he leans into his ear and goes, Das Vidanya. In like such a cliche, cheesy, over the top movie breakup way. And also, I love the design on Yakov, uh, Victor's coach. He's so, like, just the way his I like him too. head is so weird. And he looks yeah. like a mobster. Yeah, I got, I got that vibe. Then we basically get the, the, um, the monologue recap, which I think they stopped doing on episode four. Which is nice, because it's a weird thing. So Victor wakes up, and he's like, hey, Yuri, what's your favorite food? I, if I'm going to be your coach, I want to know more about you. I want to eat your favorite food. Did we get the um, the Russian scene yet? Or What do you mean? I, I remember they show you the Russian skating ring, right? The Russian what? The skating, the rink. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I have a note. I was like, did we get more of this Russian lady ice skating? <laughs> I don't think she gets a lot of screen time, unfortunately. But it's it's M Mila, right? Yeah. Yeah, I got her name somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Ugh. She's my number one. <laughs> Behind Victor, of course. So they're both just watching Victor sleep. <laughs> yeah, and then he wakes up and does his whole food thing, and we learn it's pork katsudon. And everyone's just calling Yuri fat. <laughs> yeah. The fact that Victor calls him old little piggy. Dude, oh I love... Oh my god. That's adorable. Oh, what? That's so mean. Well, no, I, I love that they're both... First of all, they're both eating it. And he's like, oh yeah, it's my favorite food, because... I gain weight easy, and every time I won, I would come have yeah. pork katsu. I was like, so why are you eating it? You haven't won anything. <laughs> and then he just fucking destroys him. Yeah, I, I love whatever Victor just, like, like the nicest guy in the world, the happy smile on his face just, like, tears you to shreds. Yeah, with a smile on your face. He decide, then we, get, we cut to, like, he has way too many boxes, and he's moving in. <laughs> 
to that tiny room. And then he basically just seduces Yuri on the spot. Oh my gosh. I forgot like how explicitly like in your face gay this show was at the beginning. How yaoi this show is. Like this show is yaoi. Like, oh my gosh. I was expecting close to ta- well i wasn't i was hoping for tails to be uh tailed off and they just go at it no i i thought it like like slowly ramped up to it and like hinted at stuff here and there i forgot episode two he was like full on in his face practically intertwining their bodies yeah and then victor's like do you want to sleep in the same bed together yuri <laughs> yeah. i'm like what the fuck is happening with this show I mean, hey, he wants to get to know him better. Yeah. He wants to know everything so. about him. They go to so they go to the rink and he teases him a little bit, calls him a little piggy. That's some more. Tells him he has to lose some weight. Hmm. I just want to say real quick, fuck that leg jump exercise. Oh, that looks awful. That seems like I would hate that. Oh, that looks yeah. so bad. But I guess if you like jump in the air and fall on it on your knees a lot, that's probably not a bad exercise. Oh, especially since they probably need yeah. They don't want to like blow their knees out in competition or their hamstrings yeah. or something. That makes so much more sense. Still, fuck that. I think I would hate that. Oh, Victor did tell Yoey that he needs to lose weight. Yeah. Well, Piggy needs to start rocking, running back to the market again. Yeah. <laughs> God, I love Victor. They they sit down and start talk. Victor wants to talk about their love lives. He grills Yuri a bit, who is not receptive to it, and then immediately goes, let's talk about me. <laughs> My first girlfriend was... And then, yeah, and Yuri just like, like no, yells. No, 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 no. <laughs> and we see that, oh, everyone has now figured out where Victor is because he's posting on social media, basically tagging exactly where he is. Yurio finds out he has his cat, and the press arrives and storms the inn. Everyone's all happy about it, except <laughs> the sister who is not having a good time. <laughs> Yurio arrives. He's trying to be cool, just keep it on the down low. He doesn't want Victor to know he's there. But no, he then, doesn't want his coach to know he's though. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't think he wants uh, either. Yeah. No, he doesn't want the coach to know he's though. That's why he is, he has not snapped a photo. Gotcha. Okay, but of course, what's this? Uh, the corner of his eye. He sees the coolest sweatshirt ever made. <laughs> uh, I love his fashion sense. It's so goddamn stupid and perfect. <laughs> it's like the best edgy, angry fifteen-year-old. So he buys his tiger sweater, takes a picture of it. Oh. <laughs> Immediately gets a call from Yakov. It's, it was so good. And this one realized that no one listens to the coach whatsoever. Victor doesn't listen to him and Yui doesn't listen to him. Yep. <laughs> Poor Yakov. Yeah. We get Yurio's flashback where to when he was way younger. Victor promised him that he would make a... If he won the junior finals, he would make a routine just for him. No, if he wins the junior finals without doing quads. Without doing quads, that's right. Yeah. Victor would choreograph a routine for him. Yeah. And of course, Victor forgot. <laughs> yeah, fucking Victor, dude. <laughs> Yuri arrives back at the ice castle, sees all the press, is out of breath. Oh, no, Yuri's Yurio's already there. Then Yuri arrives. Yurio notices him and roundhouse kicks him through the door. <laughs> God, that looks like it hurts. Goes and steps on his face. Just a little salt and battery to start off the relationship. <laughs> uh-huh. And this uh, this is the part where Yurio's theme just shreds, and I love it. There's a decent little confrontation between the two. Yurio, like, go, starts to go in on Yuri again, basically saying, like, you suck. We don't need two Yuris. Like, what are you doing? You're terrible. And Yuri actually has this, like, realization. Like, he's not bothered by it in a weird way. 
He's like, oh, look, look at this kid. He's he's got a big, he's got a good spirit or whatever the fuck. Like a good fight, like a good yeah. competitive spirit. Yeah. Which honestly, of all like the animes we watch, good for fucking you, Yuri, for not just instantly being like, or like you know, just not. You can have competition, and it doesn't have to be that negative. Yes, it's one of the reasons I love this show. Yeah, it's such a refreshing fucking thing to see that the two people that are competing for something not just like I mean they're they're kind of bantering a little bit, but it's not like yelly at your face screaming. Mm-hmm. The hostility uh, is like this, yeah. <laughs> this is like the last bit of hostility, like real hostility we get between these two. Mm, at least for this set yeah. of episodes. Yeah, it's just kind of teasy after that. We do get mm. a scene with the ballet teacher. Was is he talking to Victor? Talk more about the scene. I don't remember what the ballet teacher is doing, but she is uh she is a bartender too. Is that here? That's later. She may have mentioned it, but I don't think we actually see Victor walk into the bar until later. Yeah. Okay, because um yeah, I have ballet teacher and she's talking to um Victor about Yoi. Yeah, th- I mean you you might be right cuz I do have the conversation about surprising the audience. Um so he might have had that with Monaco cuz Victor is basically saying like he's won the last 5 times but he doesn't feel like he can surprise the audience anymore. So what's the point? No matter how good he is, if the audience isn't surprised, you're never going to win. Um, which actually, that probably does sound like something he says to Yuri and Yurio. Uh, I just think that's a very important point for Victor's character. Uh, it makes it like, I don't know yet that we, we've gotten a self-aware quote where he tells them they need to be more self-aware. Mm-hmm. But because we kind of get this like, super hot flashy he doesn't they don't they don't paint him in like a cocky way but just like a you know that but he has a confidence about him that like and we still see him humble at the same time kind of you know what i mean he he just he's right in like this weird spot and uh to kind of like be that self-aware and also be this kind of character or person is a very interesting dynamic to like see to have to write for you know what i mean maybe (laughs) yeah yeah i think i know what you mean where it'd be very easy to make him like have an inflated ego or you know be be the hero but also like the asshole and then it's about trying to overcome that part of him or whatever right yeah i think it's honestly more of a challenge to make what they did with him like to make this guy that's like so like he's just i i was very like i don't know happy i was very interested Kind of, I don't have the word for it, but like to see that character brought to life, mm-hmm. um, how self-aware he is that he knows like he's not going to win again, <laughs> right? Or at least, yeah, he because he can't surprise the audience. Like they, they have now seen what all he can do, and for him just to be like, I'm going to coach now, and it's just so seamless. Like I don't know, like to give up, like I don't know, he's given up his like love of. Well, I guess he's not giving up the love of ice skating, but like his his competitions, he knows is over, and he seems just so content he just knows it's the next step and it didn't seem like he dwelled on it it's just like this chill almost like hippie kind of thing (laughs) like just like yeah this is the next step but i don't know that's he's got a lot of stuff going for him Mm -hmm. i think i'm in love guys hold on (laughs) get in line dude everyone's in love with victor (laughs) and then (laughs) this is where victor says that he forgot his promise to yurio yeah or I don't think he even says it. I think Yuri's like, you forgot, didn't you? He's like, yeah, yeah, my bad. He, no, Victor literally says like, oh, wait, did I forget a promise I made to you? 
Oh. Like, he literally says that. Like, Oh, yeah, he's like, oh, that face means I probably forgot a promise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he... Victor forgets a lot of things, is what we learned. But then he's like, all right, you want, you want me to come back to Russia, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to create competing programs for you guys and hold the competition. Whoever wins, I'll do what they want me to do. And then we get a break, don't we? I don't know. I didn't write down the breaks. Oh, fuck. Honestly, I meant to mention this earlier. It was in episode one. I didn't write any more down, but I was like, when they did the little break and it was food, I was like, is that beef Straganoff? Like, <laughs> Was the first one not pork katsu? Uh, no, no. It wasn't the first one I noted. It was just like... Oh, okay. I think the second one's pork katsu. <laughs> it was so funny. I was like, what the fuck is this food shit? Because the first one kind of made sense, right? The, they were talking about a lot of the beef cutlet uh-huh. or pork sorry pork cutlet and then like i just saw it, like and then it's just food and then one of them was squid and i was like what is going on here yeah i thought about writing all those down but i was like eh, that's that'll only be interesting to me yeah so yeah he tells them i guess about this and then uh and then we get the ballet teacher and the bartender that's where it's at uh-huh oh, wait, wait wait hold on before you go to deep dive um right before we leave this this is when they like they decide on the competition right yes yeah and then all of a sudden, one of the triplets becomes this 35-year-old woman. Oh, yeah. They, they have a scene yeah. about them um, we call advertising the show. Yeah. Uh, it was right like right when they were like, uh, we'll make a competition of it. And like one of the little girls, like just, it, I felt like her voice actor just changed. Oh. <laughs> and they were like, oh, we'll be able to advertise it and shit. Like, like she gets real excited. And, yeah. Like, there was like a peace sign or something like that, what they do, you know? Yeah. When they do. And when the, it gives that aerial shot of all them cheering victors in there making the same face. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, that was, I, I had to note that. That was funny. Oh, oh, so yeah, we get a scene. I think it's Victor and the bartender and the ballet teacher talking and the ballet teacher is bartending. And she explains what Yoi is. Like, Yo- Yoi grew up, like, living on the ice, basically. Like, he he's all about practicing. Like, that's how, that, he's not, he's not a gifted person. He's just a very, he's just a person that practice, practice, practice. And eventually he, he, he is good enough for the world stage. Is just his confidence level is so bad that he cannot perform. Mm-hmm. And kind of more to that point, she says, like, she she specifically says he didn't have, like, he doesn't have the talent that other people might have, but he had more free time than anyone. Because yeah, my studio is... was always open to him, and the ice rink was always open to him. And whenever he got anxious, he would just go there and practice by himself. Yeah. I like I like that the, his superpower was free time. <laughs> and I, I don't mean that like in a funny way either like that's kind of cool yeah and then we get the meeting between has yoria showed up to the place yet or is that later on uh yeah th- this goes pretty much straight to them i think at the um back at all three of them back at the ice rink okay um a lot of butt shots a lot of butt shots yeah i mean i i to be fair to the show like it's way easier to animate the lower body during this stuff. I guess so. If they had to animate full body or even upper body during these entire ice skating sequences, it would be a goddamn nightmare. They probably they probably didn't have the budget for it, to be honest. Before we get into the meat of this scene, I do have to say, uh, behind him, when they're talking about what they're going to do, Victor has a little tissue box, and it looks like his dog. Oh, yeah. His dog tissue box thing. And episode three. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Go, go ahead. This was a scene. So what's called Yoi does so up. I mean, Yoyo does so up at the fucking um the hotel. Who is it? In a hotel? What? Well, I don't know what's called. It's a hot spring. Yeah, it, they, he does so up at the hot spring, and he complains of how small it is and stuff like that. And um, 
I think Yoi's sister comes in. Oh, yeah. And I think she's, like, a little bit mad or something like that. Like, Yoi's being another guest. And then she sees Yo-Yo, and she's like, oh, my God, look at this cute boy. <laughs> and I think she knows who it is, too. Oh, does uh, she? I, no, no, no. I, I wrote this down. It's a, it's one of her pop idols. Or he looks like, oh, like yeah, a pop right. idol. Yeah, a pipe yeah. idol. That's what it is. But let's get to this meeting. Uh, do you want to talk about it? Sure. Victor has decided, or he has two, he's like, I was working on my thing for this, but there's two arrangements for it. It's On Love Eros and On Love Agape. And they are going to be uh, skating to opposite ones. Um, he wants he wants to know what they think. Agape means, Yuri starts to say, it's like, oh, agape, it's like innocence. It's, and he starts to go down that road before Yuri interrupts, or Yurio interrupts. Jesus Christ, I'm going to do that so many times. <laughs> Yurio interrupts and being, says, that innocent stuff makes me want to barf, that sucks. And they move on to Eros, which is explained to us. I don't even know if they they get them talking about Eros, do they? I don't know. I, I know I looked it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I knew what Eros was from mythology. He's actually, there's a figure named Eros. It's another name for Cupid. It's, it's like they said, it's like sexual desire, stuff like that. Yeah, so they explain Agape as unconditional love, and that one is assigned to Yurio because opposites. And Eros is sexual love, which is assigned to Yuri. And he, I think this is where he roasts them both. And it's like, you guys have no fucking self-awareness, do you? Yeah, yeah he I, says, I, love this. I love it. I wrote specifically down, you're far more ordinary than you think. Yes. No, you're far more ordinary and mediocre yeah. than you think. Oh, yeah, and mediocre. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You can choose oh. your own image. And it's actually such a good point of like, yeah, you can't choose your image. Whatever people want you to be, that's what you're going to be. No matter how hard you try to be something else. And then we get the rehash of the agreement. Yeah, whoever wins is going to get what they want. Uh, would you guys like to explain to me what Yos and Agape is? Agape is basically like a an unconditional love, not necessarily romantic, but it's a very like... Like Yo-Yo's grandfather. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Because that's where he f- ends up finding the ins- inspiration for it. it. It's a very just at, at like the soul level, you you feel love towards something or someone. And Eros is very much a primal desire filled, much more sexual, physical love. It's a more passionate love, I guess, is a way of explaining it. Okay. Episode three, I am Eros and Eros is me. Face off, hot springs on ice. We see Victor perform agape. I want to say, I think, because this is where the ice skating sequences start to get real, real fucking good. Um, I think my favorite one comes in the next set of episodes, but man, they're good. Does anyone have anything to say about Victor's agape performance? When is the love squad, the blood squad? Uh, that's next. <laughs> is it next? Okay. Yeah. So he does. So I, my literal next note is Eros dash. He murders Yuko. <laughs> <laughs> have we talked about this yet in anime? Has this? Yeah, up? we talked about blood squads, okay. right, Anthony? Okay. What? Uh, people uh, uh, nosebleeds in anime. I think Shiho had one, right? Probably. But goddamn, I love the fact that Yuchan has this blood spot. It's so hilarious. God, because so he comes good. up and he still like it's I don't it's not chibi, but it's like a cartoonish face and yeah. he still has blood on it. And I just I think it's so funny. I just love this. Yeah. I think yeah, I just wrote old girl straight up had a nosebleed. Yeah, it got a good... I forgot about this bit, so it got a good chuckle out of me when he, yeah, he goes to start off, he does a little head flip, and she just fucking dies. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, honey, I'll die with you. <laughs> uh, and at the end of the perform, which, not not one we've seen yet, 
Um, it is a Yuri rendition, but I think Eros might be my favorite like skate track from the show. I think it's one of the most boring skate tracks in the show. Really? I'm gonna have to keep track or keep more of a eye on though, the music. There is a reason why though. Just because we hear it a lot. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's yeah. so bad. We do hear it a lot, but I think it's good, and I do we, really like Yuri's routine to it as well. Yeah, we and we see a bunch. Like th- that's the sad part. It's like I understand. Like the whole thing is like you perfecting your routine, but it's like yeah, and it's like hearing the same joke comic fifty times. You're like, oh, you. I mean, I guess I understand you rehosting routine, but you don't. You're saying the same joke fifty times. So we'll talk about it more. But in this one, it's more about the the growth of the routine. Like it changes each time, not drastically, but yeah, do, I don't, do I don't notice any of that, dude. Oh, like, okay. yeah, it's the, I like this anime, but like, yeah, when they like go to the ice skating team, I'm like, Ooh, that looks nice. But I don't like notice the subtleties. Yep. Gotcha. I'm not, I'm not one of those people. Victor then tells Yuri that he has the skill, but not the confidence. He needs to sh- show his true arrows. No, Victor goes up to Yoi and like touches his lips and tells him all this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He gets My real close again. God. Yeah, dude. It gets real, real close. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yuri and Takeshi just kind of talking about how like things are going, kind of training a little bit. And Yuri launches into his story of what he thinks Eros is of a playboy comes to town and makes all the women fall for him. And then he gets bored with the woman and casts her aside and moves on. No, that's not what happens. He tries to get all the women, but there's one woman he could not get. So he tries really hard to get her and he eventually gets her, but he realized that the relationship couldn't go on anymore. And so he just leaves her. Yeah. Well, yeah, more or less. Yurio, obviously he doesn't, (laughs) we get a little bit of him of not getting agape, he goes to the temple and gets just the shoulder slaps. <laughs> uh, then him and Yuri, then we get him and Yuri both in the bath and at dinner, totally dead and defeated. The victor just having a good time. Uh, and Yuri finds his arrows at dinner. It is Port Katsudan. It's yes, so Yuri. dumb. Of I don't like it is this Yuri. at all, dude. <laughs> and I love fucking Yurio's face during this. He's giving the biggest grin like, what are you talking about, you goddamn clown? <laughs> How's your arrows, Port Katsudan? We get a training montage. I like this training montage. It's a good training montage, which uh, eventually ends with them standing under the waterfall <laughs> as a punishment for Yurio. And Yuri's like, why do I have to be here, too? <laughs> So, so you mentioned earlier that this got a rep for being very accurate and it's uh like kind of training sequences and how hard they train and stuff. Uh-huh. Don't get me wrong, I know very little about training in general, gym stuff. Yeah, not me. But uh I f- like they don't break. Like when do they rest their muscles? I mean, I'm I'm sure they do. Like do we really need to see them having a day off no but okay i i I just felt like like they were implying like you have six days right the seventh day is the thing and like they were fucking going hard like i'm pretty sure he ran more than six times you know what i mean um yeah i mean that that's fine we don't really get a sense of like what time lapse happens but in terms of like the actual training the 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 temple shoulder slaps and the waterfall may not be true to life (laughs) but like the actual training they do is from my understanding, from what I've seen, pre- like pretty well accurate. 
And we get Yurio's flashback to him with his grandpa. His grandpa says, you were the best one there. And he goes, I can do it again tomorrow, too. And you can come with me. It's fine if my mom's not there. I like this scene. I like this side. Like, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Because um, then we cut back to present. Yuri's like, hey, Yurio, you okay, man? What? I forget what he says. But it's something like very vulnerable. But basically, Yur- Yurio has found his agape. And it's his grandfather, not fucking food. <laughs> Literally, fucking food. <laughs> and they, they, we get back to the ice rink. And Yuri is like, hey, I know I'm like, I'm shit at the jumps. Can you help? Can you teach me, Yurio, please? <laughs> and he starts to teach him. And Victor walks in. They both go their separate ways. Like, they just got caught doing something wrong. <laughs> I think Yuri so, Yoyo is saying to Yuri, though, like, you shit. Like, yeah, do it better. <laughs> yeah, probably. I can't imagine Yurio's a great coach. Yeah. <laughs> you shit. Do it better. <laughs> that seems about right for the advice you would give. Yurio is definitely supposed to get good on Dark Souls forums. <laughs> get good. And then they get to pick their costumes for their performance. Mm. Out of all of Victor's old costumes, Yurio is like, what is all this trash? And Yuri is freaking out. He's losing his goddamn mind. This one's yeah. from this tournament and that one's from that one. So, quick question. Or we, uh, we could save it for the actual performances, but I'm going to ask now. Which costume do you guys like better? I love Yuri's costume. I do not like Yuri's costume. It's too flashy. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of Yuri's. Okay. I like Yuri's. I, I think I agree. I do like Yuri's a little more this time. But yeah, Yuri's is really good. Yuri goes to Monaco and is like, I want you to teach me. And it cuts there. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm down for what's about to happen here. Do they got a premium Snapchat? Ugh. Oh, yeah. Okay, then we get the interviews. Yuri is, um, <laughs> he starts to promote. He's like, hey, come visit our inn. And the reporter's like, dude, what are you doing? Don't promote <laughs> yeah. tourism. And Yuri's like, Yurio goes like, I'm going to crush him. It's like, thank you. That's what I want. And then Victor's like, hey, everyone should come visit here. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. <laughs> with, with, uh, with the tourist outfit on completely. And they're like, yeah. what are you doing, Victor? <laughs> Fucking they're in their prep room. Yuko walks in, <laughs> sees Yurio in his Victor costume and gets her blood beard. <laughs> oh, no, dude. No, because Yoyo is covered up. Oh, right. It's once he gets on the ice. Okay. Yeah. Also, you forgot uh, a very important scene. Victor forgets about the bet again. Yo-Yo has, <laughs> yeah. Yo-Yo has to remind him again about the bet. He's like, you do remember the bet. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Good point. And we get the bloody nose thing from um, Yo-Yo. Yeah, it just stays on Yuko's face the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We get Yo-Yo's performance, which um, I don't have a ton to say about. Okay, so here, here's the question I have. At the end, he's he's kind of beating himself up about it. I wouldn't say beating himself about it. He, he just is. Wants he, it. He, he basically says explicitly that he was like, oh, I, I could have done better. That wasn't very good. Um, oh, something along okay. those lines. Yeah, at the end. And towards the end, he's like, I'm too focused on um, the the routine. I, and like he feels like he's losing his agape. Do you guys trust that? Or, or like, why do you think he was so disappointed with himself? Like, what do you think? Do you think what we see or what he says is actually what's going on with him? See, my take on it was this could be completely wrong. But he, uh, to me, it feels like he was letting his feelings get the better of him. So to me, it sounded like he was about to break down and cry. And he did not want that to happen. But that's the way I look at it. Anthony? I took it as um, it's not necessarily emotionally mature enough to do 
agape and the program at the same time, but replace emotional uh, emotional maturity with the proper word. <laughs> like he just he could not do both uh, and still win the competition. You know what I mean? He sure. could either do the program perfectly or focus on the agape part of it, but he could not do both. Okay. And that's why he knew he lost. Sure. Um, and my reading of it is honestly kind of a blending of both of you. <laughs> sure. Where I definitely agree with Monkey where he like, he he just, he wanted it to be over because he felt like he was losing himself. Like he wasn't used to that vulnerability, yeah. which I think kind of ties into what you were saying, Anthony. He doesn't, he never put those emotions on display before. Didn't really know how. And now he was doing it in like a competition setting and it was overwhelming for him. So he could either focus on doing the moves or he could give over to his emotions and probably lose the performance. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, that's why he knew that like he lost because at a certain point he let go of the agape for the sake of the program. We get Yuri's turn. He hugs Victor. For the first time, comfortable being in close contact with Victor. Says he's going to be the best. Um... <laughs> the best port katsu. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's okay, because Victor loves pork, uh, pork katsu. Oh, uh, yeah, he does, dude. <laughs> I love the uh, the symbolism of his outfit. Like with, I know I know he kind of touched on it, like the one where he wore when he was more feminine with the long hair or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like the whole, he blends that in with the story. Instead of, uh, he said, I couldn't identify with the playboy, but I can identify with the, the woman. Yep. And then having the heart broken. And then I think, I, I'm pretty sure they did that on purpose. Like that, they gave the backstory of the uniform or the, the attire that he wore plus that story. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. So he, he basically twists the story he tells earlier and says that he couldn't get into the mindset of the playboy, but he could get into the mindset of the woman abandoned by the playboy. Mm-hmm. So she wants to become, so he wants to be, or yeah, so she wants to become like so good and so irresistible that he has to come back. Like he wants to win this playboy back. And that's the mindset Yuri is able to get into. Yeah. Which is why he went to his ballet teacher. So he could dance more feminine. Yes. he And probably learn. To an extent, sex or specifically feminine sex appeal, I would think. But as Yuri starts to perform, he does he does what I'm killing, calling the kill move. That <laughs> little head flip at the beginning that killed Yuko. <laughs> um, he does that at Victor, and Victor lets off the coolest fucking whistle in the world, <laughs> which I can't do because I can't whistle. If I remember what it was, I could do it. Uh, it's a very like approving like. Like, okay, okay, kind of whistle. The only I can think of is like a... That was pretty much it, except it had it was much more understated. Except at Victor. <laughs> except Victor's doing it, so yeah. it's cooler. <laughs> uh, during his performance, Yurio walks off. And we get... I, th- I think... Uh, I really like his ending pose. I don't know if you guys remember it. Yeah. And Victor hugs him and then immediately starts critiquing him. He falls over. Before we get to the end, so those the the husband, I don't know what the husband's name, and he said that uh, Yuri's performance is like basically a Spartan program, like it's so fucking difficult. Oh yeah, yeah, because because he he saves all the jumps for the end. Yeah, so which I said I don't understand, but now after you told me he saves all the jumps in the end, that makes more sense. I think that's all. Um, I think it's in this episode we learned that um, basically Yuri his jumps aren't good, but he has really good step sequences. And mm-hmm. performance. Oh, yeah. 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 He's, he's, um, beautiful at stepping. He's not very good at jumping. And especially saving your jumps for the end is hard because 
stamina, stamina. Yeah. but he also has good stamina. Yeah, he better. He had a lot of practice last night with the ballet teacher. Mm. Uh, Yurio is leaving and we get Yuri's victory speech with Victor getting real close in there again. Anything else on episode three? Man, I just this is where I kind of like wrote that. This bitch has got some mad sexual tension vibes in such an <laughs> adorable, refreshing way, though. Yeah, right. And I don't hate any of the characters, and like I don't like. There's nothing. There's no one you really dislike in this. Mm-hmm. No one's. No one's. Like, well, hold on. You haven't met Monkey's favorite character. That's true. But oh no one's yet god, been dude! Jelly. I can't wait for him. So no, long. you're gonna like him. They've not been jelly or yelly yet, you know. Yeah. Uh, Yo-Yo has been yelly, but... He has, but he turns around pretty quick. I just got a bad feeling this is going to be a good anime. <laughs> <laughs> quick question for Anthony. What, what's your, which is your preference so far between Agape and Eros? Oh, like the dances? Yeah, or the so- the songs, the routines, either way. I'll be perfectly honest, man. I didn't like... <laughs> <laughs> You're not paying attention to the main part of the anime. Okay, that's fine. Well, I mean, there's a huge difference between the two, right? Because Agape, we had a lot of introspective from Yurio, whereas with the Eros, we just watched the whole thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm just asking if you... In terms of those, like that true. aspect, I liked Eros better because it was just more flowy. Sure. Uh, there wasn't nothing in the middle. It was just straight a performance where, like... I, I even mentioned that earlier. I don't know if you heard me, but I was like, I got to pay a lot more attention to the music and stuff now. <laughs> uh, don't worry. You'll hear both songs again. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah, you will. Oh my god, you will. <laughs> I'm not like Monkey. I don't get sick of arrows. I think arrows fucking bangs. Episode four, like yourself and complete the free program. Uh, Yuri wakes up late. Um, not much happens here. It's just a quick note of they're, they're, Yuri's like apologizing for being late and Victor is excited about him. Always, like Japanese Deisatsu or something like that. He's like, oh, he's doing the a bow apology to me. That's fun. Yeah. But resting is a part of training too. There, that answers your question, Anthony. Yuri goes to take a bath and uh, Victor comes in and that dude's doing some stuff. He's not shy about his body at all. God, butt, butt shot again. No, we- no, 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 no. No, there's a butt shot. This is Victor, uh, sorry, Yuri in the bath. And he's like, he has his back to Victor and he turns around and Victor is like full spread eagle doing stretches naked on the floor. And then it, for some reason, this is the part where it goes into explaining how uh, scoring works in ice skating or figure skating. Sorry. Explain scoring and we get another extremely homoerotic scene where Victor comes up to the bath with him. They stand up. Victor gets behind him and is like they're going into like dance poses and he says, I was drawn to you because your body creates music. Yeah, this show's gay. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Holy shit. That was when it kind of hit me. I was like, wolf. That's when it hit you. Well, that's when it was like settled. Like, I, cause I was still on that like bi grind. Gotcha. And I was like, yeah. And then like I saw, I finally saw her with her kids where it finally clicked, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, it's just him and Victor. <laughs> And then he was yeah. like, your body creates music. And I was like, yeah, it's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're prepping for the free program, which I should have looked up because I don't fully understand what it is. There's two programs. There's the program in the very beginning, which is the free one, which is like free skating. And then, the, then there's like the competition program. Well, the free program is part of the competition. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Victor tells him that he can choose his own free program music. And Yuri goes into a thing of like, wait, what? But my coach always picked my music for me. 
Yeah, and then so that he they call uh, Celestino, <laughs> Yuri's old coach, and he starts to talk to him. <laughs> Victor comes in, is like, "Hey, Celestino, it's me, Victor. I'm his coach now." Um, and Celestino explains that yeah, Yuri never had the confidence to ch- uh, choose his own music. Yeah, that checks out. Yeah, he he brought it up one time, and then I said no, and then he kind of let it go. Yeah, he well, he brought it in, and the reception was lukewarm. Like they even show it. Like he brings it to the guy, he's like, "Hmm, you think you can win with this?" And he's like, "Never mind." The guy wasn't even like, this sucks. Yeah. He literally just says, you think you can win with this? And Yuri's like, nope, I'm out. Um, we go to Yurio in Russia. And I love that he is just like, throughout these episodes, just casually texting with Yuko. Like they somehow became friends. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, his leg is straight fucking up, though. Do you see that? Yeah. Man, his leg. Yeah. So Yurio there is like, he's texting with Yuko. He's like, what is she trying to spy on me like get information on the enemy and that's when mila comes up and like oh did you get a girlfriend over in japan and like start yeah starts teasing him he's like oh what are you just horny now because you broke up with that hockey player that was a good burn that was that was good double burns and she just lifts him up into the air and keeps teasing him and yakov comes in when did you guys start doing a uh, partner routine yeah even the coach has like adorable things to say sometimes yeah I mean, he's not a, I mean, maybe he's a bit of a hard ass, but he's their coach. He's got to have a good rapport with them. And then he gets introduced to Lilia, the prima ballerina, who we learn is also Yakov's ex, ex-wife, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And she is going to come in and whip Yurio into shape. What, what does he say? He's like, oh, he, if he has no talent, I'm not going to, I'm not going to train him or something. Yeah. Like that. Or I think she goes up and like, let me see what let me see what he's got, and I'll decide. And like starts yeah. tugging on his face and stuff. <laughs> no cavities, that's good. <laughs> and they're both gonna go live with her. And he's like, wait, what? Yakov yeah. does not want to get back together. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I didn't even think of that. Uh, we come back to Yuri um, with um, Victor listening to his music. <laughs> The music that was shot down, supposedly shot down by Celestino before and kind of gets the same reaction. Like, hmm, okay, you think this is what we're doing? (laughs) And again, Yuri just kind of retreats with it. We meet one of the other rival skate, quote unquote, rival skaters. We'll see a couple more times in the series. Pitch it. He was from Taiwan? Thailand. Thailand, yeah. Okay. Um, He has my least favorite routines in the series. Uh, His music is dumb as hell. I like his. Or, uh, it's not bad. Like, it's just, I think it's just, like, fucking lame as a choice. I respect it once, but the second time, dude, when he goes for the sequel, I'm like, come on. But we'll talk about that. Uh, but Yuri is FaceTime with Pitchett, who is back in Thailand also, because he's like, ah, yeah, Detroit got lonely when you left. Then they just kind of catch up a bit, and he tells Pitchett about the conservatory <laughs> student who made the music for uh, Yuri's free program that he tried to pitch. And he told, because she would just like, I guess, bug him a lot. She was a big uh, Yuri super fan for some reason. So the impression I got was Yuri was trying to find her again. Yes. Okay. Because, uh, yeah, he specifically wasn't. I think Pitch it says like, oh, yeah, I could put out the feelers, see if I can uh, track her down. Mm-hmm. Because a- after he told her that he wasn't going to use the music, he's like, ah, things got real awkward even though she said she wasn't mad. Okay, that makes more sense. Because um, to me, I was I thought that was just like, I heard like things got awkward and I was like, because you didn't, is that just a, him being socially anxious to not want to talk to someone whose music he didn't accept? But it makes you know more what? sense if she was a super fan. But probably, yeah, column, column A and B. 
honestly, that's that's a really great point. I wouldn't be surprised if it was him putting that awkwardness out there himself and yeah. her, her was, she was actually fine with it. But he wasn't fine with it. And mm-hmm. actually, I think we explicitly get that <laughs> pretty much. Because he wanted a piece, or so he asked her for a piece that captured his career, is what he asked for. And he listens to it again, and he's like, yeah, my career hasn't been anything, so I get why this music is underwhelming. She actually gave me exactly what I asked for. Yeah, what a bummer, huh? Fucked, so dude. sad. Yeah, dude, that's so fucked up. Um, And that, and this is where he basically exposes, starts to feel guilty about not using it, I guess. And probably feeling responsible for losing touch with her rather than trying to work on more music. Um, Get to him and Victor at the ocean. And Yuri tells his hospital story, which I am totally drawing a blank on right now, if anyone can fill that in. Uh, One of his rink mates got into an accident. The girl that talked to Yuri often hugged him to comfort him, but Mm -hmm. he pushed her away so he could hide his feelings. Yes, okay, yep. And then he says, uh, despite this... His family never viewed him as weak. Uh-huh. Basically, he's just saying that he never had anybody to, um, it's good. I wouldn't say help him. It's weird. It- no, well, I think this is where he kind of starts to realize that, like, his weaknesses are stuff that he's putting on himself. Not yeah. that uh, his uh, the other, other people in his life aren't putting them on him. Because, like he said, that his he had this reaction to being shown... Uh, affection from another person but his family didn't see it see him as weak they know who he is and they understand him and be like okay yeah that's fine like we don't think you're a shitty person we don't have any ill feelings towards you for this like you're you're yuri like that's who you are it's okay no one is putting him down for it man let's go ahead and jump into this now uh, well, hold on, because there's one mm. small bit before that because I have the exact quote that is the perfect part to jump into and I know you want to but it's like, oh, it's such a good fucking quote. But before that, uh, there's the little bit of Victor says, first of all, Victor says, I don't think you're weak. Um, or he says, you're not a weak person. I don't even think he says, I don't think. He just says it like matter of factly. Um, and then he says, what do you want me to be to you? Um, he goes through a couple things and Yuri just says, no. Like he goes through all the male figures you could have in your life. And he's like, so. Your brother, friend, yeah. boyfriend. <laughs> and, yeah. So he's like, so what? Uh. A father figure? And he's like, and Yuri's like, no. And so what? Like a brother, friend, blah, blah, blah. And Yuri's like, nah. And he's like, so boyfriend then. Okay, I can do that. I'll do my best. <laughs> and Yuri flips out. <laughs> and then we get a quote of Victor or of Yuri talking about Victor. And he says, when I open up, he meets me where I am. Which I could talk more about that quote immediately. Or you can do your thing, Anthony. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good still to jump in. Um, we're on episode four, right? And we already get this, this huge developing character moment, I think, in this episode. It, it's it's still progressive, but I mean, if we're going to go ahead and kind of touch on that introspective stuff now, it's a perfect time. Because I, I see that he, he's like, he's not sure. It seems like Yuri's not sure like what he was, right? He's like this 23-year-old who's kind of... Oh, this is a good pun. He literally has skated his way like through life, right? Mm-hmm. He never really had girlfriends. He had a couple skate friends, and that was about it. Which I mean, literally, I think he's like, he's literally running on like his minimum amount of friends. I think because like obviously you're gonna have acquaintances in the skate world, right? If that's uh-huh. if that's your passion, your hobby, you're gonna make friends in there. 
But other than that, like he's got his family and they don't seem estranged or anything, but like we even get, I, I, I love when they did the, how they explain certain skate things. And one of them was, we'll explain it to you, mom and dad, because you guys don't know, but it was for <laughs> us. That was fucking gorgeous. Anyway. Um, and it's just like, he's learning. You can tell this episode that he's already learning how to open up and be more confident. Uh, it's more toward the end, obviously, but I think this was the, this is a huge turning point is when he admitted that to, who was he talking to? Or was it just to us? I don't remember if he was talking to anyone specific. Or if it was like a monologue or what. And like, even I think with his, like, I, I feel like he's still avoiding one big topic and that's his sexuality right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like we're going to get there if, if anything, like what we're getting now. I just think that that's a huge bomb to drop. Like only one third of the way through the series is how much more confident he gets that that quit. Well, not quick because it is throughout the whole episode, but I don't know, man. Good pick. <laughs> um okay that's not what i expected i thought this was the moment because at the very beginning of this you wanted to throw me into the show oh yeah 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 so i mean i won't i won't stop you from doing that and and if i'm uncomfortable with it you can cut it out but yeah i was just the social anxiety things i know you always make some jokes about it which are not necessarily untrue but uh excuse me well like you're talking about your anxiety Uh uh-huh it's it's a it's a talking point like a joke. I wouldn't say those. I wouldn't say the jokes I make are quote unquote untrue. I would say they're truth masked as a joke. Did I phrase that wrong? Because that's exactly what I meant. Was what you said? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I threw a knot in front of that, which I'm double negative. Lol. Yeah, sure. I can talk about it because the reason I I like that quote so much is because to me for a very long time. And I guess still now even is like, that is a big part of how anxiety feels of like, to me, again, I I understand a lot of people feel it differently, but the, the idea that it's so hard to be comfortable with people. And like, there's so many different levels to it. It's not, it's not like a big jump in levels for me either. It's like small steps. And it's this, there's this constant like worry that if you go up one step, whoever is on those stairs with you is going to sprint up every single one of them and you're not going to be able to keep up and you're just going to fucking turn around and leave. And that's why I think like the, the idea of like where, when I open up, he meets me where I am is so great because Victor has this understanding of Yuri that he knows exactly where Yuri is comfortable being with him. He pushes him a little and makes him a little uncomfortable, but he doesn't push him away. And it's this like intangible understanding between them. Right. There's a difference between pushing to the edge versus pushing over the edge. Yeah. And and like the, the idea of like, Oh, you're comfortable up to a point. Not comfortable though. And truthfully, that's how like, even if you didn't have anxiety, that's still how I think most relationships are because you got to find that point the edge point because that's where you want like the comfort level to currently be at and then that's how you learn more about people is you push them right a little bit mm-hmm. yep and then you you base your reaction on what they get or what of what they give you and then like if you know they pull back away okay you gotta put your limits a little bit farther than what you thought or a little bit less than what you thought it was and shit yeah and that yeah actually that's uh i'm not gonna be able to recut any of this but that's definitely not exactly where i thought you were gonna go either well, I th- we were definitely not on the same 
but such, uh, but they were both like pretty good points. Um, so Yuri decides that he's going to get in contact with the, that girl and redo the music. Um, we get a cut of Yurio practicing with uh, Lilia. <laughs> and we get one of my maybe favorite scenes in the whole series. We go back to the ice rink with Yuri and Victor practicing. And Victor is bent over. like Ty- I forget why he's bent over, but he's bent over for some reason. Well, he's practicing with Yuri. Like they're both like going hard at the practicing. And Victor's tired. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Victor is tired. He's like, man, you do have good stamina, huh? And he's like bent yeah. over trying to catch his breath. And we just get the slow zoom in on the top of Victor's head. And Yuri pokes the top of his head in his balding spot. Okay, so and that Victor, was a balding spot, right? I think it was supposed to be. It wasn't okay. animated as such, but the way he reacts like, oh, man, it's not that thin, is it? Well, I thought Victor just like he's so perfect that I was like, you know, there's no way he could bald. Like, Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I took it as that was supposed to be a balding spot, but they didn't want to animate a balding spot. Sure. <laughs> Which I, I just love that. Because <laughs> it's so weird and random. And Victor says, I can't recover. Yeah. <laughs> and he just lays on the floor. <laughs> the new music is presented to Victor and he approves. And the theme name it? on my love, um, we get the assignments of groups and the explanation of how the Grand Prix works and how the season works. Uh, he's going to China Cup first, right? Then Russia and facing Yui. Um, no, he's facing someone else first. He's facing some other shit kid first. His Grand Prix selection will be China. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't I said remember China? this. What? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're talking about the fact that he didn't, he failed or something like that. So he has to do yeah, the Yeah. He has yeah. to do play-ins basically. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. But then, he, then he's going to go to China and then Russia. Yes. If he makes it. Yeah. Um, Yuri gives a monologue while practicing, and we do get his performance, or a brief performance of On Love, or On My Love, sorry, which is going to be renamed shortly. I don't remember what his monologue is about. To either of you? I feel like it was pretty poignant when I watched it, and I'm like, this is the last episode I'm watching. I'll remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay, great. Uh, is it Yorio? It's Yuri. It is interspersed with um, Yorio practicing, though. Okay. Yeah, I guess the main stuff comes from Yorio, where he lets his hair down at one point, and the Lilia looks very approving, like, yeah, he's finally getting it. Um, and, and we Yurio get this inner... even has his own introspective thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of like that. He's like, I got this body, I'm going to use it while I got it. Yeah, he yep. knows his body is changing, and I think this is the part where it's like, he he understands that he has this like almost feminine body. Like he, the way they animate him when he's skating and stuff, he he's very he looks very lanky, very long, very leggy, very flexible. He does have like a very feminine figure at the moment, and he understands that that's not going to last. And that's you know obviously why they brought Lilia in because he has to so she can train him to use that. And he is like. He's the fucking, the Russian punk, as we learned in the first episode. He's this cool kid. And so being the, like, vulnerable, feminine version of him is something that he has to learn how to do. And he's yeah. just now learning to, that he has to exploit that because he won't be able to in a couple of years. Man, talk about some quick character growth on that end, too, bro. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, they only got 12 episodes. <laughs> That's true. Um and then we learn, or it's like, so what do you got to call your routine? And then he writes it on, and they both look approvingly at each other. And we see that his 
free skate thing is going to be called Yuri on Ice, which um, Ooh, so great. <laughs> from my understanding, um, I believe this song has actually made it into like songbooks that professional uh, figure skaters really? use. Yeah. You can look up the whole Arrow's routine on YouTube. There's a, I think there's a professional skater that does the Arrow's routine. Oh, I'm sure they've done all of them. I've yeah. seen, there's a, oh God, I can't remember his name. I think he's a Canadian figure skater who like does a bunch of weeb shit. He dressed up as Spike and skated to Tank. Oh, really? That's cool. I only know the famous Japanese um, girl who did Sailor Moon. I think I've seen that one too. Yeah. But yeah, that is episode four, unless anyone else has notes on it. Nope. Anthony, good on episode four. I think I am. All right. Um, closing thoughts. The music is hopeful. The ships are adorable. <laughs> Everything's so wholesome. So you're in so far? I'm very in right now, man. That's good. I, I thought this one could have went either way for you. Favorite character so far? Victor we'll go with right now. Okay. Mine's you, Chan. <laughs> She's adorable, and the bloody nose gag is just hilarious. <laughs> yeah, my, mine's mine's Victor, and I do have to make a slight correction, I think, from last uh, week. I believe it was last week, because uh, Yurio is the second two for me, or very close two for me. I think I just like abrasive shithead characters. Uh, yeah. Where la- last week I said, oh, I always liked, like the tomboy characters, but no, I like the, the characters who are willing to like fucking get in your face. Yeah. Uh, the... Do you think that Yuri is going to make it to the championships? Oh, that's a good question. Anthony? No. You don't think so? Okay. Uh, Where no, do you think he'll fail? Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yeah, actually, that's a good point. Predictions, Anthony, any? Dude, I don't know. Because, the, like, this one was... If you if, if we'd have stopped on, like, three before we saw Yurio do this transition to, like, a attempt at being a more feminine uh, skater, like, use, his, use what he has going for him more, you know, I would have been, like... Yuri-O's still gonna be that punk antagonist, but it's gonna be real fucking interesting, I think, watching him go forward as his, like, as the arch enemy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I don't have any predictions. I, this could be that wholesome one where, like, he doesn't win, but it still feels good at the end, and I'd still be about it. Okay. So Give us I, one wild take. Oh, one hot take. One wild take. Or not, not, not like necessarily. Sorry, not take a prediction. Give us a wild prediction. Uh, Yurio and Yuri actually have something like a like a physical moment. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. He's fifteen, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what do you think of this type of anime? It's a sports romantic kind of anime. This is our first time. Like, was it a fourth series, fifth series of this? podcast this is our fourth series fifth pick but yeah how do you feel about this anthony i don't know it's um yeah i i i think because it's a mixture between like two uh two types i guess of anime it's uh it's gonna be weird moving forward when we pick one that <laughs> like an, if we pick like another romantic well, actually that might not be too weird but if we pick another sports one and there's not all this like romantic stuff i'm gonna have less to compare it to <laughs> you know what i mean okay I think it'll be, I, I, I have no like qualms with what's going on here, but I think it'll be more interesting moving forward when like you compare this to other things. Okay. We fucked up, guys. We're picking too good of animes. I know. I tried to pick one. I, I thought this one might hit a little different for you, but you're liking it more than I honestly had expected. You fucked up, Aaron. But I, you know, I'm very glad we're revisiting this one, so. 
yeah, next week uh, we will be doing five through nine. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Five through nine. Seven, eight, nine. Wait, hold on. Five, six, seven, eight. Five through eight. Well, next week we'll be doing episodes five through eight. <laughs> Math and counting are extremely hard. That's why I'm doing a podcast and not <laughs> being a businessman. Next time on My First Anime, will Chris bring a calculator to count the episodes? Fucking no. <laughs> will Sal finally understand how ice skating what competitions work? Conversa- what, are, what are we doing? What, what are we doing? Will today, Anthony guys? manage to draw anything from the four and a half minute long ice skating sequences? Find out next time on My First Anime. Thanks again for listening to My First Anime. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends and leave a review. It really helps. I'm Chris Bailey, and you can find me on Twitter at ChrisRBailey or hear me play pretend on the actualplay.network podcast. And finally, thanks to Slink for the use of 12 Speed as our intro and Winnie the Moog for the use of Speed Energy as our outro. You can come to my stream, STMonkey at Twitch. Where the O is a zero in monkey, so make sure you guys remember that. I play single-player games and multiplayer games, well, sometimes multiplayer games, Tuesdays and Fridays afternoons. You can also follow my Twitter at STMonkey, also O is a zero, and my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is mostly containing dark photos of my dog. He's a poodle. And situ. You can reach out and contact us on Twitter at MyFirstAnime, or uh, email at MyFirstAnimePodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel so inclined, my personal Twitter and Instagram are both Sir Paperplate, where you will find only pictures of my cat. And once again, thanks for listening to My, my First, first anime. anime.